How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk and Nothing in Particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1, exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Our question, what is that thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. I got a few texts here, Miles. You touched on something that a lot of people can relate to. My old dog was... A horny, nasty little bitch. She would hump our pillows and leave stains. Oh, and she ate my wife's underwear no matter the season and ate pads from the garbage can. Miles and I were just talking about that off air. My dog will seek out those pads. Uh, Miles, our old dog, she would eat the center of my wife's underwear, get in the garbage, get the pads. Howard dog, uh, the way to my girlfriend to take her underwear off, then proceed to grab them, run under the bed, and I don't know why this is so much more disturbing. And suck on them. Mm. Yeah. All right. There are very few situations, they see where we uh, don't want to see our pets. This is one of them. According to a new survey from Pet Sitting Service Rover, 51% of American pet parents say their pets have interrupted intimate time with a romantic partner. Apparently, these dogs yes. and cats are simply eating the sock on the door rather than figuring out what it means. <laughs> Uh, obviously, dogs and cats have no idea what you're doing in there. They just want to hang out with their parents. Do you believe that? Do you believe... Think about the smell of sex, and they're also mammals, right? Mm-hmm. Mammals have sex. We roughly all have sex kind of the same. Granted, we have more positions, but I, I think... I think the scent, because of the way their noses are structured, they right. know what yeah. we're doing in there. Furthermore, if they physically walk into the room and see you doing it, I think I believe they know exactly what you're doing. Uh, not only that, but uh, they do make a mention of the fact that um, typically in a newer relationship, dogs and cats do get jealous of their parents' new partners. Indeed. Especially, especially. So if you're taking their time away and you take, you go into the bedroom and you close the door, they want in there now. They're, yeah. not, they're not happy with the situation. I, I know. I'm, and I've definitely had pets that ruined, uh, ruined sexy time. The worst for me. And... I guess the one that's weird is when the cat was younger, you know, the cat be strolling around the house, you're having sex. It's not like it interrupted anything, but cats just stare. You know what I mean? So then you realize that you can't take your eyes off the cat because the cat is just staring at you as you have sex. And for whatever reason, 
it's just really weird. Like, they don't even blink, man. Like, they are just Dogs staring. do the same thing. They'll sit on the floor and just watch. They'll watch, but dogs, you know, if you look at them, they start to wag their tail. And you're like, no, 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 You have nothing to do with this. But years ago, years and years and years ago, having sex on the sofa in the living room. This is a girlfriend from like 30 years ago. And it was my dog. We'd been together for like two years. So this was not new. We lived together. So the dog obviously knew both of us, right? And uh, we're having sex and... I'll just say I, I was from behind, and the dog's cold, wet nose just hit me on the spot. And I mean, flaccid in an instant, and I am just pissed. My girlfriend's laughing. The dog doesn't really know what it's done. And I realized how angry I was. You know, she's like yelling at the dog, what are you doing? And I think the dog's like, I'm sniffing your butt. It's what I always do. I yeah. sniff everyone's butt. I, I didn't know but you were sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the thing about your pet, 206-803-ROCK? Hello, Dawn. Welcome to the men's room. Hey. Hola. Hola. So I love your beagle stories. Oh, they're, they're You know they're, why? They're wonderful. Because they're not yours. Yes, yes. Please don't ever no, get one I, of those. I have had beagles since 2000, and we've had about eight of them. Why? Seriously. Why? My experience I with beagles have, is Miles's experience with beagles. Oh right? my! And I don't. I see I, one, and I and I get. I, I get this terrible feeling. I don't know why anyone would want them as an indoor pet. I, I think that's the best way to state that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about them, but I am obsessed with beagles. It, they just, I, I love them. They're troublesome, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, but, you know, you were talking about, you know, them getting up on things, and we had uh, three beagles at one time, Lady Buster and Nexus, and they would, like, feed off of each other. I used to blame my boys for not pushing their chairs in at the breakfast bar because the dogs would get up on top of the counter. And there was one day that I left the house. I knew that I pushed them in. And when I came back, they were pulled out and the dogs had been all over the counter eating everything. Now, I've, 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 I've watched it, 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 it from a camera that was in my living room where I could get online. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, yeah. there was this thing where... This camera would also, you could talk through it. Right, right. And you could release a treat. All right? So All right, it's like this I tower see. that yeah. had a camera in it. I would watch that dog do stuff, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. You have got to mm -hmm. be kidding me. I wish there was a way that I could have recorded that stuff. Right. Because it was just a live yeah. camera. All right, let me ask you this, Don. Did you apologize to your boys after you realized it had been the dogs and not them? All right. Yeah, And did you I say did. one of the Beagles' names was Lexus? Nexus. Oh, Nexus. Nexus. I was like, my God, were they also a stripper? I mean, come on. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. But after we figured that out, I removed the chairs so they weren't in the in the kitchen anymore. And they were still getting on the counter. And I could not figure out, you know, what was going on. Came home. They pulled the drawers out and made steps <laughs> to get up onto the counter. So what we ended up having to do was pull the cutting board out. And then they figured out how to stand up, get a hold of the cutting board with their teeth and like wiggle it out. And we would find that on the floor. So then we would, we shoved a knife in the cutting board. So it was like jammed in there. And then that stopped them from getting up on the counters anymore. So we they're, they're incredibly intelligent. And yet you still yeah. insist on having beagles. Yes, I do. And you said yeah. you've been, you've had beagles since 2000. Yes. Yep. And eight different Here's ones. Here's the thing about a beagle. The beagle, yeah. it lives in a world it's never seen. A, a beagle does not lift their head. The only thing they know is no. the ground. Right. They've, never, they've yeah. never even looked up and looked around to see what the hell's going on. 
Their, yeah, their entire yeah. world is nose to the ground. Well, Don, not everyone here agrees yeah. with you. A couple of texts that came in. I'll just read them as they are. Beagles are the worst effing dogs. The worst and troublesome. They have no redeeming quality, and they look like button <laughs> testicles. Uh, People just else, like them because of how they look. They're but cute. They do look cool. Someone else says they're, uh, they're very loyal. Beagles are so stupid they literally eat themselves to death. They're as friendly as they are stupid. They're though. insatiable. They will. They, 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 they will eat themselves to death. That's Not, absolutely true. Well, that was that was another issue we had with Lady. Is we had Lady and Buster, and we thought. We were going to try and breed him, and um, well, Buster was more attracted to the, you know his sex than than the opposite sex, so that never happened. But I came home from work one day, and and the lady was just humongous, and I thought, "There's no way." Did they finally, you know, is she pregnant? I took her to the vet. They did X-rays. He came back, and he's like, "Okay, so who feeds her?" And I said, "I do." She gets a cup in the morning and a cup at night, and that's it. Not, nobody else. Nobody else feeds her. I said, no, occasionally she'll get into the garbage can and she will... Um, eat uh, anything. Eat anything, yeah. He goes, well, that's kibble in her stomach. And I was like, what? So I go home and I go into a little closet that we keep, you know, cracked open. And there's a 22-pound bag of dog food that was halfway gone. Yeah, I've yeah. had it happen to me. I've they had don't it eat to themselves to yeah, death. I know, I heard your story. Yeah. How many how many times do you think you've gone to the vet in the last 23 years specifically because of the Beagles? And not not for a routine checkup or anything like that. I mean, just for something that they've done. Maybe half a dozen times. That's actually a lot less than I thought you'd say. Yeah. No, because we know how they are, so we Beagle-proof. Now, are you married? Yes. And does your husband share your love of beagles, or is it just one of those things that if he wants to be with you, he has to be with the beagles? Uh, he kind of shares the love. Yeah, he does. We live with my sister and her husband as well, and they hate our beagle. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you live with so, them, or do they live with you? We, we brought pro bought property together, and so we're sharing a house while we build another one. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. I bet so. you they cannot wait for you to live. Not you personally, but right. just your beagle. Yeah, yeah, the beagle. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. You either love them or you hate them. I'm, I, I'm glad yeah, you love them. That's I, I do. That's, uh, and if you leave, they'll start banging together. They'll just start... They'll, they'll, right. they'll, they'll like, howl. I don't hear anything like good sing. about beagles, right? And she even said, like, look, she loves them, and I'm glad that she does, but she still didn't say anything redeeming. No. Like I said, my brother had one... Uh, God, I can't remember his name now. He was a pain in the butt. And then my brother, you know, he, they, you know, kids and stuff, they got more dogs. He's never got another beagle. Never got another no, beagle. Never will. You know what's funny? Like, as a kid, I thought beagles would be awesome because Snoopy was a beagle. And Snoopy, clearly, by far, the coolest of the Peanuts characters. He did things I'd want to do. Hang out with the bird and pretend I'm mm -hmm. fighting the Red Baron. And then when I finally kind of interacted with the beagle for the first time, I just thought there was something wrong with that beagle. No. And then I moved on oh, and I no. go, oh, oh. It's all of you. Also, people like to rescue dogs. Beagles are, for, unfortunately, they're used a lot for experimental stuff. So you get, like, I mean. I mean, I know it sounds bad, but. Uh, honey was tatted. Like, she had, a, she had a number. Like a brand? Yeah. Like, like a. Like, no, man, you don't remember that full dragon she had up the. Right, exactly. Yeah, it was nice. The script on a rib cage. She said tatted. I mean, it was a beautiful piece. Tatted. You made it sound cool. Yeah, animals don't get tats. They get branded. Beautiful piece. It really was. Well, I think, too, is that a lot of people just. Like, look, I've been looking at dogs, right? And there was one I found that I really liked. It checked off every single box you can imagine, except it's like, look, it's still part corgi. Like, and right, it was What's like, the knock on corgis? 
as far as what they're you, very yappy. Uh, and they're oh, jerks. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the jerks. This, this one was a little nice jerks, but it was a corgi mixed with a like uh, husky or something. So it's like a Siberian corgi. Is that what they call it? Yeah, it looks awesome, but it's like, and it's like, oh, it's friendly to people, this and that. It's like, but it it it, it will talk all day. And like bark and, and just like like basically huh. like unless unless no, you look so happy when they're bouncing up and down uh, walking down the street. They do. It's a happy yeah, just if you dog. Leave, like it's like, but that's part of that dog's makeup. So I was like, all right, can't get that dog. I, I do feel like for me, so Molly, the dog we have now, uh, the cats at Motley Zoo, they set up backstage a pain in the grass, and they do this every year, and it helps. And the musicians come in, and Molly was just cute as hell. I liked her. And I, I brought her home, and she's just insane. She's not a bad dog. She doesn't really, like, get into stuff other than underwear thing and empty containers of Nutella and go. But that's more my daughter's fault than it is the dog's fault. Look, I get into empty containers and Nutella. I'll be honest with you, dude. It's good stuff. <laughs> I can't blame the dog for that. I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, if you're going to eat something. Yeah, but, but, you don't, but the dog, she's a good dog. She's a sweet dog. She's a very loyal dog. She's just a lunatic, as the one sheriff said. She's got a screw loose. And you go, all right. But when we physically went to a shelter, the dog before this one, you know, you're walking around, and my wife and I kind of separated. And, you know, cue the Sarah McLaughlin, as we would say. I mean, it's sad, right? Because I would take them all home if I could. I wouldn't. But, you know, that's your right. thought. But I was like, hey, babe, come here. I think I found the dog. And she said, why? I said, well, like most dogs, it's cute. But it's the only one in here that's not barking. And we walked up to the cage. Dog was not scared, right? So it wasn't coming from that kind of home. It was just chill. Looked at me. I looked at her. I said, I'm telling you, this is the one. That's probably the best dog I've had. As far as just behavior goes, this dog, super loyal and all that. So the trick to me, anyway, this is just my theory. Because I don't care the breed. None of that matters to me. You just want a dog, right? I'm like, she's the only one in here who's not barking. And she's not not barking because she's scared in the corner shaking. I'm like, this is my dog. She's going to be quiet. She's going to mm-hmm. be cool. That is what I like in life. What uh, What is the thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Wedge. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, hola. 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 Well, I've got a uh, Boston Terrier. I've had him all my life. This particular one has been with the ghosts ever since she was brought home. Uh, I'm bringing her home, and she started licking my arm, and I told my sister to be so great. Effing liquor. And I said, that's what I'm going to call her. He said, nope. I said, all right, then flicker. Well, sure as I could flicker. She's out there with them all the time with the goats, and she uh, eats their poop. She falls around like a chiclet dispenser. Oh, so he eats everything that comes out of the backside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she's <laughs> sitting there waiting for him. She's out running around. She's not really fond of the headbutt game. But yeah, uh, other than that, yeah. she runs pretty steady. Chewy used to eat uh, Senior Larry's uh, turds. It was the point where I did not necessarily need to scoop the litter box just to get just the urine. you wouldn't have the chance. Just the urine. Yeah, you you know, get... if you, and, and you could smell it right away, and the, the dog would take off. You're like, yeah. no, no, because then the it dog would come back and breathe in your face. Mm-hmm. That's the worst problem I ever had, and uh, it was an old shepherd dog. And this dog was, I mean, fantastic. But take it, never needed it on a leash. Like, whatever you commanded is what the dog would do. I remember this dog saw a squirrel, and like any dog, it took off after the squirrel. But we're on a sidewalk in the city downtown. So the squirrel runs across the street, and my dog knew not to leave the sidewalk until I was present. So the dog, obviously, is like 30 feet in front of me at this point. This dog locks up its front legs just to make sure that he... And I dip a paw out on the street. But now he's turning around looking at me like, hurry up, hurry up, mm-hmm. hurry up. Squirrel's yep. getting away. But that's how good the dog was all the time. One time I went to the store once, and to go to this store, you had to walk down a set of stairs, kind of turn a corner, and it's a little convenience store. And I went over there one Sunday with the dog, told her, sit down here next to the bike rack. 
All I did was buy a Sunday paper. And like anyone, I'm kind of reading it as I walk out. I forgot the dog was with me. So I've gone up the stairs around the corner. And I'm like, oh, ass. I go back down there. She looked very sad. But she was still just sitting there looking up the stairs. And I'm like, well, well, come on, man. I mean, like, right. you can walk with me. But the only time where I really thought I was going to kill the dog, because she never really, like, ate anything in the house or did anything bad. or I did not realize. In Baltimore, if you... You have an infant, and as infants do, they're going to poop themselves, and they poop in a diaper. Now, traditionally, people would throw that away in a trash can. In Baltimore, feel free to throw it anywhere under a pine tree. I did not realize that there was a diaper under the pine tree. I just knew the dog was on the other side of the pine tree, but it's kind of a fenced-in park, so I knew she couldn't possibly have gone anywhere. But she's gone for like 10 minutes. I'm like, let me just go check on her. I kind of see her, her backside hanging out, so I'm like, okay, there's something under the tree. I'm like, hey, come on. And she turns around, and this dirty diaper falls off of her face. And I'm like, oh, my God. And her and this is a big-ass Belgian Shepherd, man. And it's just turd-covered, right, halfway down her nose. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And it's baby poop, which is just different than any kind of poop on this planet. It's like 90 degrees outside. We lived in a third-story apartment in a three-story building. So it's the hot, no air conditioning, none of that. Mm. And so, so the dog, you know, she can't sweat. So she says, <sighs> and I, I cannot explain how full of this stink the entire apartment was. Well, I mean, she won't stop panting, obviously, because she's trying to cool down. I do get that. But, like, every breath she took, and this is not what Sting was singing about. Right. Smells like S. That would have been the song that I write. So I don't know, you know, how to remedy this so much because I'm like, I know she has to pant, but I can't, I can't do this, you know. So ran to the bathroom, put a bunch of scope in her uh, water dish, and I'm like, you must drink this. She took like one lick, really did not enjoy the taste. And I'm like, well, we're at what's called an impasse. You either have to go the hell outside and find a new home, or you will drink this goddamn. She probably drank about half the bowl. Really didn't like it, but it, it was kind of like mint and turd, but it was better than just the straight Minty up turd. turds. Oh, yeah. Mm. I was just like, I don't know what else to do like about Like a York this. peppermint It's a little bit of an improvement, though. It, it helped, man, but I'm like, I... I cannot survive in this right now. This is not a smell I can deal with. What uh, What is the thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Tracy. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, guys. Hola. Hola. All right. Sorrell, I got, I'm going to one-up you on your uh, intimate moment with your lady when you uh, when the dog put his nose where... Please, too. I'd rather have the silver medal in this. Right? So... <clears throat> Long time ago, long story short, ex-wife uh, going at it hot and heavy. When I met her, she had a parrot. Cool bird. Always never locked him in the cage. Just let him cruise around. No problem. <clears throat> One night, we and I seen her going out, kind of hunting heavy. And he makes his way to the bed, and I'm <clears throat> in the behind position, I guess you would say. Sure. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the parrot made his way onto the bed and proceeded to attack my berries. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. How vicious of an attack? Uh, enough to draw blood. Oh, no, man. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. All right. That's crazy. N- needless to say, that was that was the end of that for that for that night. How big was the parrot? Um, yeah, it's been 25 years. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. He was probably 12 to 18 inches tall, like a macaw. All right, so pretty good size. That, that's a decent oh, size. Oh, it was a bird. good size bird. Oh, yeah. 
And was this all no beef? No problem with me. I could pick him up. We was cool. He'd sit on my shoulder. We'd go for work outside. No problem. And like I said, this this particular time, he saw some low hanging fruit and decided that he wanted a bite. See, the crazy thing is, you know, like even at my age right now, if I get a parrot, the parrot's going to go through two other owners. Oh yeah, that thing. It, it, once you get before a parrot, that's yeah. a, that's a lifetime decision. It's like having a child. Right, but the you, difference is, I assume I will years, die before my your child, child will does. Probably move out. But here's the thing, and we've had this conversation before. You get a parrot now, or somebody gives you, but whatever the case, who are you leaving it to in your will? Because nobody wants it. You get what? You're gonna pick one of your daughters? You're like, Dad, seriously, I man, don't do this. We don't want mm-hmm. the parrot, and we don't want the guilt trip of you left it to me. But you know what I mean? Don't do that to someone. What, uh, what's the thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. 99.9 KISW. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. The 10 best pop songs of all time. Daily as we'll sit and spin right after emails on our question. What is the thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Eddie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Alright, thing about my pet. So, last year, um, I had a Malamute who loved to dig holes. The backyard looked like a certain sort of mood at one point. And I had a uh, German Shepherd and a Pipple. And so one morning, my Malamute decided she was going to dig a hole under the fence and get out. So all three of my dogs got out. Uh, my wife and I looked for him in the morning for we had to go to work. Uh, we can only do that for so long. So we went to work, uh, posted an uh, ad on the local Facebook community group, and then hoped you know, somebody might see it or whatever. So a couple hours later at work, I got a uh, message back on the Facebook community post that they think they saw him down by the train tracks. So I live in the Lakewood Silicon area. There's some train tracks uh, about three miles from my house. So this person that said that they saw him, uh, they said they're going to go confirm and see you know, if it was the dogs and whatnot. So they uh, they actually were railroad workers and they were checking the, the tracks that day. So they went down there to check and. I got a message back and they let me know that uh, they found all three dogs, um, but they said they were deceased. So, all three dogs? All three dogs. So, I mean, it, it, it was hard to believe at the time. It's still hard to believe today. This is actually a, ye- a year ago, this coming Saturday. So, they sent me a, a picture of the dogs and sure enough, it was them. So, we had uh, we left work and we went down and all three dogs had 
wandered onto the train tracks, and all three dogs were killed by a train that morning. Oh, my God. man. That's crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. How hard of a day was that? For You said you were at work when you got this info? I was at work, and, uh, you know, I'm not a, a, a huge, like, animal lover to the point where I value animals more than people or think that they're their kids and whatever, but uh, I, I do love animals, and it hit me pretty hard. It hit my wife pretty hard. We both, you know, got out of work. We rushed home. We got to the area where they were at, and uh, they had picked them off the tracks with some kind of... of some kind of crane that they brought on the tracks. They picked them off the tracks. We ended up uh, loading them up in the back of my pickup and uh, brought them home. And uh, they are currently buried in my backyard. Well, I think it's okay to be pretty sad about your dogs all dying in one day. Yeah, but it's your dog. Right. I mean, even even dogs like like I joke around about my my brother's dog for years, that Beagle. But even when they finally had to put him down, like, he was pretty broken up about it. Most well, the thing, even though it drives you crazy, yeah. like you've gotten so used to it, it's just part of your routine. It's a sad, sad day, man. Well, yeah. let me rephrase it. It should be. It should be a sad day for you if you have to put your pet down or you oh, find out something terrible. like that. It is, man. It sucks. You know, and like I said, I still have that damn box of ashes. That, that's the one thing I would just say to anyone. Unless you have a plan, if your animal's getting cremated, don't do it. No. When they no, ask yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah they, you're they, feeling they, they all talk, the time. They talk me out of it. They did talk you out oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I was she's like, like, she's like look, where, where are you at mentally? I'm like, well, this is the fourth animal I put down since I've been in Seattle. She's like, do you really want this stuff? And I was like, no. Like, do you want paw prints? Or do you want, I'm like, no, no. I, I, I have the memories. I, that's, I, that's all I need. You know. It's weird too. It's like I was talking about Tigger, but like Tigger had like a skin problem. Like he's not a good looking dog. Right. So like through high school and everything, like my brother, you know, he's seven years older. He wasn't around a lot. My sister openly hated the dog. So then one day, you know, I come home and I'm probably like eighteen or nineteen, you know, and they're like, the dog went to a farm. And I was like, all right. Right. And then it was like, my sister and brother were really broken up. I'm like, what? why do you care now? You did not He was the in dog. the house and nobody else like really cared about mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what is that thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. He was, he was about done, too. I, like, I, I was sad, you know, but also know. like, right, like I wasn't terribly broken. I was like, it had been a minute. Like, he was struggling. Right. There's something like, you know, we saw this coming, man. Doesn't make okay. it any easier. It doesn't. I but- mean, heck, even with my dad, right? Like. He was sick there for a minute. Then he got a little better. I mean, he was in hospice for over two and a half weeks. Right. Which, A, we were like, you couldn't even get off the couch and take care of your health for years. But now you're in hospice. You're fighting it. And then finally, like, it got bad, right? He's having, and like, right at that point, like, you're just like, just, like, I told him, so just, just let go. Right. Like, like just go. Wait, no, you're like, in you know hospice. I mean? so that's what a hospice is. Right, it's right. the final so saying, stop yeah. before you. Before you, I did tell my wife Ted about your conversation about uh, I said you know Ted's dad being in hospice, which she was aware of. But I said, you know what I found? He wanted to visit him on Wednesdays because the menu looked great. Oh, that wasn't hospice. <laughs> oh, that, that was, was not hospice. That was the okay. facility he was in, <laughs> okay. which was a nice facility. Like, yeah. look, you know, like my dad was smart about money and like right. So yeah. like for the last few months, like my brother was like, look, if you don't care, I'm just going to put him in this nice place closer to me. Sure, and frankly. Yeah, we figured, we knew. The doctor's like, he's not going to make it through the year. But then we started getting nervous because we got to the fall, and it was like, all right, we're not paying for this nice one for like two years. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is Couldn't the thing let go, man. about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Grant. Welcome to the men's room. Yo. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, 
I've owned pets my entire life, so I got a story about everyone to tell because they're either cats or dogs mostly, so they don't live like birds or tortoises, right? <laughs> Forever. But, uh, Miles, I know you've owned a cats, right? You've yep. had your cats. I did. I had right? a couple of them. I've had yep, more than that in my sure, lifetime, but sure. just recently I've had two. Yeah, right. We've all had a few here and there, people listening. You ever, you ever had one that's had acne? Acne? <laughs> no, I, no, yeah. no I, I've only had two cats. I never had a pimple problem. <laughs> yeah. So I bought a cat. It was a while ago. It's probably like the fourth cat I've owned in my entire life. Fifth cat. I mean, I had cousins, my family that had cats. This never came up. We got this little kitten out in Arlington, out on a farm. Brought him home, and I noticed he had all these little black spots under his chin. And they're all blackheads. Ah, you push man. them out. You could push them out like a, you know, like a nasty blackhead. Like, like turns into like a yellow worm almost. Right. So we had to put acne cream on them, like quarters, like the the acne cream that you can just get at the drugstore. I was gonna add, like you just use regular, just store bought acne cream on your cat. Yeah, we could. We could. It was funny. Did they explain why your cat had acne? I've just, I've never heard of that in yeah, my life. Yeah, because it, it was the runt of the litter. All right. We got him. He didn't know how to properly clean himself off after ah. he ate. He okay. didn't, like, rub his okay. chin off, like, lick his paw and, like, lick his, you know. It was crazy, though. I'd never seen well, that before. I have, a, like, I have a weird fascination with wanting to get a hairless cat. I don't know why, no. but I mean, I, I think no. if it was a cat that would get acne, it would be something like that. That's what I would imagine. I mean, based on the fact that it's just it's exposed, I right. guess. I don't know. I just think it'd be. I just think it would be fun to walk in your house and you get this thing looking at you, just like this, this, this ugly ass hairless cat. It's not so much about them being ugly, even though they are ugly. But it's the idea of, like I said, my cat is is very loving toward me and my daughter in particular, and she likes to curl up in the lap and bump her head. I just think the whole experience feels different. When you're not fuzzy. Like, the thing mm. that makes all of this okay <laughs> is that, Just like... rub a piece of leather. Yeah. Now I got this weird, <laughs> sticky kind of, you, you know, like, like... put sweaters on them, apparently, and you got to... Well, gotta, yeah, they have no hair. got lotion into their yeah, skin. That problem too. Why would you, you want the, that? I don't know. I just think they're cool looking. <laughs> you don't even. You don't even. No, they're not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think if you want to. Oh, Once again, a comfortable there, Mike. Here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. <laughs> Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. In full disclosure, doing a little research earlier just for the show today. So we kind of track what we're going to talk about and pulling up crap on cats and dogs because they're the primary ones, right? And so I go to Google and I did not put in hairless cat and something about cats. And of course, this hairless cat pops up. And you're right. It's fascinating because I realized I was staring at it mm -hmm. more yeah. than the other ones. But all I could think is, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? Do you realize what you look like compared to other cats if you're a hairless cat? Like, yeah. you know, like, look, if you had to, I'm bald. I don't mind being bald because I've lost my hair, right? But if you're 21 years old and you get some medical diagnosis and you have to shave your head or get alopecia, you can be a little more sensitive. So it's not like the hairless cat has lost hair over time. Like, bro, this is how you start and end. Are you aware that the other cats... We don't have to keep... Googling it, we Love know it. what they look I mean, like. But awesome! No, not look at that top one. Pull, scroll back down to that top. The mean looking one. Look at that. Look at that guy. I, I mean, mean my, that's a gargoyle. How can you not love that thing? 
Look at him. Easily. Easily. To me, it's, I don't even know if I can love a person that had one. It looks like a scrotum, dude. Yeah, it does. It does. And it yeah. doesn't say a sane person lives here. No. <laughs> yes, it does. Doctor Evil lives there. Right. Oh, exactly. Here's a cat with a tat. See. I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Wow, that is pretty cool. That. What? Uh, uh, what is the thing about your pet? Two hundred six eight zero three rock. You can't get a hairless cat and start putting tattoos on it. Why not? I think it's painted on. I don't so think they actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't know. But I mean, you know, you wake up and that thing's needing you, or as cats yeah. do, just staring at you because cats stare. But again, the fuzz is what makes most animals. I'll tell you what, if you have access to a computer or your phone right now, Google hairless any animal. Yeah, hairless look, chimp, okay, hairless bear. bear. The hairless bear, you would not know what that you, thing you was. Break, you break into my house, right? Oh, I'm and leaving. you see this thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving for I, sure. I don't need a security alarm. I don't need a gun. I don't need a baseball bat. Because it looks supernatural. Like, it, yeah, you just look at it. Like, what are you doing here? And like, that person would just back the hell out of my <laughs> Slowly, house. Slowly, like, like, need pets, please. <laughs> Seriously. My skin itches. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, look, even aside from the fact that it looks absolutely insane, once you tell me all the maintenance that goes into mm -hmm. it, like, no. I've got cat acne. <laughs> I like to tell you, man. Black you, you walk in my house, and those things are looking. Gee, you're just kidding. God almighty. Right? Did you bring the whiskey? Like, <laughs> <laughs> great. If I went home with a woman. Look at that. I think she's she, smoking and I, a cigarette. Yeah. And I walk in, and that cat's sitting there. Like, part of me's going to be like, all right. What if she says the cat's really friendly? Now you're sitting there. Now you're trying to be cool. But now the cat approaches you and headbutts you and needs you. And. <laughs> You know, trying to get up into you a little bit there. Yeah. And it's this hairless thing yeah. that's like Purr. touching an old leather yeah, jacket. Yeah, ask me if I want a cigarette. Like, I mean, yeah. look at that thing. You smoke mm. Paul Malls by chance. Unfiltered. <laughs> You're the third guy that's been here this week. You <laughs> drink Bushmills yeah. in my water dish. I don't get much living after I've been nuded. Sphinx cats are genetically uh, predisposed to sunburn and struggle to regulate their body temperature. they have no fur! Can you rub will, some uh, aloe vera on my butt? First uh, of all, <laughs> let's just stop this. Because we all know what happens. Miles will get one, and then we'll spend however long that thing lives, eight or nine years, being like, why can't I just get a freaking normal animal? Like, you picked it! Yeah. Yeah. This time, you get to pick the animal all on your own. I Apparently, they leave like, like a... Like a stain and a sheen on stuff. Like, like if you have like a vinyl couch, you know, like a fake I leather couch or whatever. And they yeah, seriously. Like oil, <laughs> like oil stains. So again, what is the attraction to that? I do really like warm beds. Top reasons to get a Sphinx cat. <laughs> they make great companions because they're generally sociable and dependent on those around them. Yeah, Hello. they're dependent. They're often often very happy to be the household greeter. Can I sit in your lap? <laughs> Uh, if you are allergic oh, to cat hair, that feels good. They are active and curious. Top reasons do not get a sphinx cat. Here we go. I look it's like just this. a picture. They're, Creepy out friend. They are very talkative. Uh, I have no hair. I have no hair. What's your name? Where did you go to school? <laughs> Despite being hairless, sphinx cats produce a lot of dander, which commonly causes allergic reactions in humans. I have very ashy elbows. Yeah. But I do have pubic hair. It's the Oh, my God. Thing. It could be $5,000. $5,000 for that. Whiz. It's just in lotions and creams. Topical <laughs> <laughs> <Apple> ointments. <laughs> oh, boy. What, uh, what's the thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the men's room. Ta-ta. Hola. Hey, what's happening, fellas? How are you, sir? Right. Talking hairless there cats like Hello. all normal people. I had a Beagle Boston Terrier for about 14 years. Uh, this is a damn, damn thing. My God. We were camping up near Snoqualmie Pass. 
um, just got there, probably like an hour in, setting up the tents, things like this. Guy comes rolling back up to me, covered in human excrement. Mm. Like, he just rolled in it. He, he's a beagle and Boston Terrier, so just like to smell stuff, eat stuff, all of the above. Like they t- talked about earlier, Boston Terrier had him eating it, and the beagle had him just rolling in it, trying to hide his scent, maybe. They love but, getting on their back and just squishing into the grass, and whatever that smell mm-hmm. is that they're attracted to, man, they, they need to cover their body in it. And Either that- way, we were in the middle of nowhere, nothing but a freezing cold river to wash them off on and to, like, bar a dove soap or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm out there in the river holding him down, and he's pissed because it's cold. <laughs> I'm trying to scrub him off. I've got, like, a bag. I pulled the bread out of the bag, and I got a bag over my hand. I'm trying to scrape <laughs> it all off him. It's like, it's just no hope this dog is covered in it and there was like there was just no winning like i ended up staying but he didn't sleep in the tent with me that's for sure yeah how long how long were you on this camping trip where your dog smelling like a human turd it was three days whole weekend long weekend <laughs> sounds that way yeah and he stunk like a human turd the whole time yeah you know we, we got some shampoo on him after washing him like five or six times and we were swimming in the river they had some falls we were jumping off of and he kind of slid off him a few times but it was uh it was he didn't sleep in the tent the whole weekend and he was mad he was whining the whole night so basically nobody at the camping site slept that weekend because he's just a whiny beagle he's like whoa, 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 whoa. All Did you explain night. to people, like, look, man, he rolled in a turd, and homeboy's not staying in my tent with me. Would you ever get a beagle again? All my friends knew about this dog. And he, knew. <laughs> he was, like, we'd go swimming at Green Lake from time to time. And, like, I'd jump in the water, and he would scream bloody murder. He actually got the cops called on me one night. I was in an apartment before I moved to a house because I realized I had a beagle and I had to get out of a damn apartment because it didn't work. And the neighbors thought I was, like, beating the dog because he was screaming so loud <laughs> because nobody was there. Yeah, they had terribly later, terrible se- separation the anxiety. And the, and the cops knocked on the door like, what's going on? Like, I don't know, man. I just got home. They're like, check his food, do this and that, make sure he has water. And they're like, okay, well, since it's, like, midnight and there's no, like, I don't know what they said, like, captain around to verify the story, we got to take him into the pound for the night. So they took the damn dog to the pound, and I had to pick him up the next day, which only worsened his anxiety, (laughs) his whining and howling. Then any time after that, someone knocked on the door, and it was just bloody murder. Did Did the cops understand? After the dog spent the night in the pound, did the cops believe you? Bro, I went to the pound in the morning, and at the pound, they got, like, three closed doors, and these are soundproof doors. They're made to, like, block out the screaming, and I could hear them from outside knocking on the door at, like, 11.50. They open at noon. I'm there 10 minutes early because I'm freaking out because they took my damn dog. Sounds to me like they could have kept him. (laughs) No, I walked in there like, oh, thank God. Thank God you're here. Like, this was a huge mistake. We're sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, they understood. One night, he was not lying. Lovely Taryn Daly's on the way. We're going to sit and spin. We've got the 10 best pop songs of all times. And your emails coming up next in the men's room at KISW.com.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.